What's up, people? Another episode of Just for Sports. I'm OK Davis here with you. A look ahead to week 10 in the NFL. Some NBA news that we will talk about. And the World Cup. World Cups coming up. And just a few things. Just a few things. I'm not going to act like I'm all about it. That I would like to share my thoughts on with the World Cup. But first, we are going to start with the NBA. And I have to say that the Brooklyn Nets finally, finally made a good decision. Now, I am not going to say that that decision is um, going to amount to them actually contending for a championship. But similar to how the Houston Astros settled things down a bit and tried to set a course to correct what they did wrong by hiring Dusty Baker, his track record is better than the person I am going to talk about. Which one am I talking about? I'm acting like it's a secret. But realistically, the Nets taking away interim off of Jacques Vaughn's title and making him the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets is the best thing that they can do for the Nets. Now, remember, he did not do well when he was with the Orlando Magic. That is true. But he's been with Brooklyn It's not like he's new to Brooklyn, which is good. Um, And he was very funny um, in his press conference after interim title was taken away. I'm going to read this quote. He said, quote, you know, because it was on election day. I guess I was the writing candidate in the minds of the elections right now, but I'm okay with that. I said to my wife, I might not have been her first choice and we've been together 20 years, end quote. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. But I think when you know how long Jacques Vaughn has been with the team, he knows the team, and I imagine, I imagine that you had Kevin Durant signing off on it too. Kevin Durant's not just a player. Let's not pretend, okay? He's not just a player. And the other players, probably, maybe, maybe they weren't asked, asked, but you know, I'm sure Sean Marks, the general manager of the Brooklyn Mets, you know, maybe once in a while I ask a player, what do you think? He's well-respected. 
Um, I think there's something, you know, about the calmness that he will bring to the team to be able to settle down all of the clouds hanging over them. You can imagine that there's a little, little sunlight coming in. He was a point guard, which some would say that that makes for a really good head coach because they, you know, are running the team on the court, if you will. And it'll be great to see how he gels with the team. And he's been there before Steve Nash. So um, filling in in the bubble as a head coach. he's He's got that ability to um, really be able to, I hope, galvanize a team. I think he really can. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. It's a good thing for the NBA. What's a bad thing for the NBA? Both teams were on the court last night. Playing each other. The Lakers and the Clippers. And... When the Lakers are a bad team, it's probably not good for the NBA. It probably isn't, although I'm sure the LeBron haters are like, this is great. But the thing is, again, just remember, there's no doubt in his mind. I'm sure LeBron's like, oh, we're good. We're good. Just let us keep losing. Because what did we talk about before the season started? Everyone should be tanking for Victor Wimbayama. This is playing out perfectly for the Lakers and LeBron James. He'll take the L this year. Maybe they trade Anthony Davis to ensure that they can get a pick. So I guess, I mean, I know it's it's ridiculous to say it's playing out perfectly. But there's an opportunity here for them to potentially get Victor Wimbayama. Yes, the Pelicans have the right to swap the picks so they can't do it outright but they may be able to make some moves is what I'm saying that if you can say okay what can we move to get a first round pick maybe and and I know this it's pie in the sky it's not guaranteed I guess in some ways it's more like what's the silver lining and how bad the team is. They're not going to get better. And if there is a chance to get a draft pick, because, I mean, look, realistically, I, I mean, 
I'm going to say it, that I'm sure the NBA would love to have Victor in a big city, in a big media market. And the two biggest are New York and L.A. And I could see a scenario where L.A. gets the pick. I could see a scenario where maybe even behind the scenes they're like, look, New Orleans. All right, you got a good team down there. You got Brandon Ingram. You got Zion. You got C.J. McCollum. Let the Lakers have this year's pick. Do not swap. Come on. You got to believe there's stuff going on behind the scenes. I mean, everybody still says the new the, the, the lottery was rigged for the Knicks to get Patrick Ewing. People still say that. I can see it. I can see it. And yes, I do believe in conspiracies in some ways. And maybe this is going to be one. But it would be great for LA. LeBron and Victor Wimbayama. I mean, come on. Look, he was at his, his basketball games. You know they're trying to sign him as an agent, which again... It's another thing that I've said many times. Come on, NBA. I know you're paying attention, right? I mean, you want to talk about tampering with teams? I mean, I guess you could say players can talk, but LeBron showing up at Victor Wimbayama's games and talking about how great he is, come on. We know what's happening here. He's trying to smooth them over for clutch sports. Uh, he's getting something on the back end. LeBron is getting something on the back end from Clutch Sports. And I'm, I mean, I'm okay with that, I guess. The NBA is. NBA is acting like it's not happening, but it's happening. There is no doubt that it's happening. There is no doubt. But the other thing that's happening, I did say two teams were playing with the Clippers. I desperately want Kawhi Leonard to be playing again. Not because I am a big Kawhi Leonard fan, but I do have an, a, a connection to John Wall and Robert Covington. And I want to see them playing in June, if possible. And maybe that's still a possibility that Kawhi will come back. But it's just like, man, what is going on? This knee management. You don't know if he's playing or he's not. It's been nine games. Nine games that he's missed already this season because of knee management. I wonder if and when he will ever play again. And I remember, I think I was watching NBA TV or something, and someone said, you know, at some point, the way to get better is to just play. 
And it wasn't necessarily the person didn't say that, oh, Kawhi can can play. He's not really hurt, but there's got to be something where it's like mentally you just need to play. Maybe every twinge that you may have in your knee isn't necessarily meaning, oh my gosh, I'm going to have a big injury. Maybe that's what's happening. Realistically, we'll never know. Well, I shouldn't say we'll never know, but, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe someday, someday Kawhi will come out with a, a book and talk about his career. I doubt it. He's not that kind of guy. He's not really that kind of guy. But they're seven and five on the season. They seem to be, you know, Paul George is back. They seem to be getting in the groove somewhat. But I think they could challenge for a championship if they have all their players on the court. And that's what they need. And injuries are going to happen. I mean, Phoenix Suns just lost Chris Paul. Then Cam Johnson went down. So who knows when they're going to be back. The Pelicans. I said, watch out for the Pelicans. And as soon as I said that, Zion Williamson went down. Brandon Ingram's just getting back. And you know I've been saying, Brandon Ingram is like, to me, he's Kevin Durant. It's just he's playing in New Orleans, and it's almost like people don't pay attention to how good he is and can be. And the Pelicans have a legit big three. CJ. Brandon and Zion. They can do some things. And it'll be interesting how this season starts to unfold for them. They are six and five on the season. They're going to just start gelling, I think. I think they're going to start pulling it together. I think they are. Another team that I'm surprised is starting to put it together on the other side in the Eastern Conference is the Atlanta Hawks at 7-4. DeJounta Murray and Trey Ice Trey, I mentioned this on Tuesday, that they seem to have that tandem thing working. The East is a little upside down still with the Brooklyn Nets and the Miami Heat. With not just losing records, but the playoffs started today, neither team would make the playoffs. I think they may, if, you, if you're thinking about what teams may come up, especially if you're talking about betting and which teams are coming down, I'd say Knicks and Wizards are the two teams that are most likely maybe to end up on the outside of the playoffs and the Brooklyn Nets and Heat are in. Oh, and the Pacers. Uh, yeah, and the Pacers. I think the Sixers sitting at nine, they're still going to go in the right direction. I mean, hey, if they don't go up, then that's not looking good for Doc Rivers to stay as a head coach. But that also means that there are some good odds there. If the Sixers turn around, you could get them at plus 650 to win the NBA Atlantic Division. The Nets at plus 800. Yeah, the Celtics look good, but come on. Before the season started, you would have said Brooklyn, yeah, they could be back up there. They're not 
they're not that far off. They're not that far off. So that's jump on that. You can get the Cavs to win the Central at plus 250. I would ju- I would potentially jump on that too. Nothing in the southeast. I think the Hawks locked that up. He plus 140, but so it's not really uh, the value to me. The long shot isn't there. In the Western Conference, the Grizzlies are at plus 110 in the Southwest. But you can get the Pelicans at plus 300. Not as much value as the other teams that I mentioned. But in the Northwest, Timberwolves have been a disappointment this year. I don't know what's wrong with them. I don't see them riding the ship. But I am surprised at the Jazz. You can get the Jazz at plus 750. I mean, plus 750 for the Jazz. You should take that. I mentioned the NBA Central, the Cavaliers at plus 240. But in the NBA Pacific, you got the Clippers at plus 280, Warriors at plus 320, Suns at minus 140. So in my mind, I think the Jazz and the Nets are the two teams to look at. All right. I'm looking at the World Cup. And I saw the headline, U.S. Men's National Team announces World Cup roster. And they were saying that there were some players on there that should be on there and that were left off. And I realize I just don't I just don't know the national team anymore. When I was realizing who was when that when the roster came out, and I was like, "Oh, let me see who's on the roster," and I was like, "Oh, Christian Pulisic," and obviously he plays for Chelsea, so I knew that. And then I realized, "Dang, I don't know anybody else on this team." I just, yeah. I I don't know these players. And I'm not going to project and act like I do. But like when Weston McKinney, it's like, oh, he plays for Juventus. All right. Tyler Adams plays for Leeds. Gio Reyna plays for Borussia Dortmund. Serginho Dest plays for AC Milan. Anthony Robinson plays for Fulham. Like, I'm looking at this roster. Matt Turner plays for Arsenal. Tim Ream for Fulham. I'm just like, okay. You know, yeah, there's some MLS players on here as well. 
but in my mind, as I'm 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 looking at the roster, and I'm saying, well, what can I do with the World Cup? Brazil is favored at plus four hundred. Look, could you take a flyer on USA? Not really. They're at. 130 to 1. It's not going to happen. But, you know, maybe you can look at them to reach a quarterfinal. To reach the stage of elimination. There's some possibility. USA, group stage, minus 140. Round of 16, plus 200. Quarterfinals, plus 700. Semifinals, plus 1,600. Runner-up, plus 5,000, 50 to 1. I could take round of 16. Two to one. Quarterfinals, I don't know. I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't go there. But there are some... The thing that I like is there are some really unique... The one unique bet is that there's a winner double chance on DraftKings. You can take Argentina or Brazil at plus 180. Brazil or France at plus 225. Brazil or Spain at plus 250. Brazil or England at plus 250. Brazil or Germany at plus 265. Now, I'm not going to make my pick yet. But I like the double chance more than I like looking at just a single team odds. Although Germany, 10 to 1. Portugal, 14 to 1. Does Cristiano Ronaldo have it in him one more time to lift up Portugal to try to win the World Cup? Lionel Messi in Argentina at plus 500. So there's some interesting odds there. Interesting odds there. So you should check that out. Winner double chance. That's That's what I think you should look at. Winner double chance. Speaking of odds, I am at odds with the report that Kevin Durant wants to buy in to the Washington Commanders. Washington Commanders have a lot going on. This this story about the agent for running back Brian Robinson of Washington didn't like the team uh, using his shooting in response to the District of Columbia Attorney General's uh,
This okay, okay, let me back up. Let me back up. Back up, back up. I am curious what this I'm confused. Let me let me say that. I am confused by whatever is going on that the DC Attorney General Carl Racine said he's holding a press conference today that there's a major announcement related to the Washington Commanders. And so the commanders, not knowing whatever the statement was about, is talking about all of the violence in D.C. and using Brian Robinson shooting um, as a response to this announcement. Here is the quote. From the commander spokesperson, less than three months ago, a 23-year-old player on our team was shot multiple times in broad daylight as they put out this statement. Despite the out-of-control violent crime in D.C., today the Washington commanders learned for the first time on Twitter that the D.C. Attorney General will be holding a press conference to make a major announcement related to the organization tomorrow. So to fight back the fact that there is going to probably be a not a good announcement from Washington. I am curious what's going to happen today. But the whole thing is just bizarre to me. Washington commanders are frustrated with D.C.'s Attorney General's uh, office. And I guess they're worried about more bad news coming out. The commander said they fully cooperated with the AG's investigation for almost a year. And let's see what happens. But there's also the talk on the other side of if Daniel Snyder is going to sell the team, there's talk of Jeff Bezos and Jay-Z teaming up. You know, Byron Allen is throwing his name in the hat, which I am. I would like to see Byron Allen get it. Kevin Durant said he's interested in buying the team, and I'm at odds with Kevin Durant's interest in buying the team because the reason why he realistically didn't want to come to the Wizards because... His feeling was, I don't want to be, it's going to be drama around my family. He went to Texas for college, got a far, as far away as he could from his family, paid, played in Oklahoma City, had a chance to come here after Golden State and decided to go to Brooklyn. And not everyone agree with me if I, as I do my friend and family litmus tests about Kevin Durant. But I was like, I don't want him being a minority owner. You said you can't handle family being all up on you. Now you're saying you want to be a part owner of the Washington Commanders? Why? I believe the Washington Wizards could have had a dynasty if Kevin Durant had come to the Washington Wizards, John Wall, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, that would have been a, we would have been in the playoffs every year. Maybe be hoisting a championship. 
and because he couldn't handle family. And I'm not going to act like I know all the family stuff. Maybe there are legitimate family things. I'm just simply saying the family things are not going to go away as an owner. They may get even more. They may have just wanted tickets when you were playing here. Now as an owner, oh, you got money, money. Let me sit up in the owner suite. Give me this. Give me that. That's where I wonder if it's like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's more that I don't buy that it was a family thing. And maybe he just didn't want to play for the Wizards at the time. Who knows? Maybe now he's changed. Maybe after this year, he's going to come to the Wizards and say, you know what? I'm going to be a minority owner in Washington Commanders, and I'm going to play for the Wizards for a season or two. Then I'm going to retire, and I'm going to be a football owner. Maybe that's what it's going to be. NBA players make so much money these days, they can do that. They certainly can do that. But the Washington Commanders... The Washington Commanders let me down a little bit last week as I get ready to do my gut check picks. Just a little bit. I was hoping that they would pull out that win against the Vikings. I was hoping. I really was. But let's do my gut check picks tonight. It's the National Football League, Thursday night football. We're starting with the Falcons at the Panthers. I'm going to take the Falcons at minus two and a half. We've got the Seahawks at the Buccaneers. I'm going to take the Buccaneers at minus three. Jaguars at the Chiefs. Chiefs are favored at minus nine and a half. Jaguars, they have been playing spirited football lately. And the Chiefs, uh, last time I took you, uh, granted it was double digits. I'm going to go with the Jaguars at plus nine and a half. Browns at the Dolphins. Browns at the Dolphins. Uh, I think I'm going to take the Dolphins at minus four. Texans at the Giants. I think this game will be closer than what we think it's going to be. I'm going to take the Texans at plus four and a half. Broncos at the Titans. Titans are favored at Minus two and a half at home. I'm going to take the Titans there. Vikings, Bills. Bills are favored at minus three and a half. I'm going to take the Vikings at plus three and a half there. They are playing better. And the Bills, man, after that Jets loss, maybe they're going to bounce back, but you don't know what's going to happen uh, with the quarterback situation in Buffalo. So I'm going to go on ahead and take Minnesota Vikings at plus three and a half. Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. Bears are favored at minus three. Bears are looking a little bit better, but so are the Lions. I'm going to take the Lions. Maybe it's a close game at plus three. Saints, Steelers. The Steelers are at home. They are the underdog. Home dog at plus one and a half. I'm going to take the Steelers at plus one and a half. Colts are at the Raiders. The Raiders lost a heartbreaker. They were up, what, 17 to Jacksonville. Ended up losing 27 to 20. The Colts... Got a new head coach in Jeff Saturday. I don't know what's going on there. Who am I going to take? I think I'm going to take the Colts at plus six. Cowboys, Packers. Cowboys are favored at minus four and a half. Packers are at home. 
I don't know what's going to happen there, but I'm actually going to take the Cowboys. We have the Cardinals at the Rams. Tight game. Rams are favored at minus one. Don't know what you're going to get out of the Cardinals as well. I'm going to take the Rams at minus one. Chargers at the 49ers. You've got the 49ers favored at minus seven. I think the game will be closer. I'm going to take the Chargers at plus seven. And the Commanders at the Eagles. Monday night football. The Eagles are favored at minus 10 and a half. Watch the Commanders. They don't win enough. And they won some tight ones. They won two of their last three. I think this game will be a little bit closer. I'm going to take the Commanders at plus 10 and a half. So that's Washington at plus 10 and a half. Chargers plus seven. Rams minus one. Cowboys minus four and a half. Colts plus six. Steelers plus one and a half. Lions plus three. Vikings plus three and a half. Titans minus two and a half. Texans plus four and a half. Dolphins minus four. Jaguars plus nine and a half. Buccaneers minus three. And the Falcons minus two and a half. Those are my week 10 NFL gut check picks. Enjoy your sports weekend, everybody. That'll do it for Just for Sport. Ciao for now. Are you looking for a better way to play player props or daily fantasy sports? Well, look no further than Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the leading over-under daily fantasy game. Why? Because it's so easy to use and win. You can make your picks in under 30 seconds and win up to 10 times your money in one day. Right now, we have a special offer for our viewers and listeners of the Just for Sport podcast. All you have to do is sign up now and use the promo code J for Sport and prize picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Yep, that's right. They'll match your first deposit up to $100. So join the over 150,000 others who found a better way to play and download the prize picks app today.